I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto by Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just got back from a nice morning stroll, so that's always nice. Is it hot out there? Yeah, and, like, I always have to wear, like, the long, like, zip-up jackets, like, zipped up all the way to, like, my neck so I don't get sunburned. So, it gets a little hot. And then I wear my mask, too, to protect my skin from the sun. So, it it gets a little, a little hot and a little sweaty, but it's fine. It's not, like, I like doing it in, like, early, early in the morning. Like, I woke up at, like, 7.30 this morning just to do it, even though I've been sleeping, like, terribly these past couple nights. It's worth it, though, because I'd rather just get it over with in the beginning of the day rather than doing it at the end of the day so yeah. that I have the rest of the day to be, like, I don't have to do anything. But then, like, I actually end up doing things. Like, yesterday, you know, I was, like, I'm going to only walk four miles on the treadmill today. That's it. And then four turned into five. And then five turned into ten. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But, yeah. That's my life now is walking and golf. I've been golfing, too. Do you like it? I do. I golfed. Like, I've been taking lessons for a little bit. And I went to a course for the first time. And I did okay i got one birdie i did terrible every no i didn't do terrible but i was really happy with how i did because i've only been playing for like less than a month so how like who's giving you lessons um a friend of ours like how so are you doing like social distance golf lessons Mm -hmm. how does that work she's just like six feet apart from us like telling us what to do like when we usually we practice like in the range and the range is pretty social distancing and it's just like my mom and I that take lessons together and we live in the same household so it's okay for us to be like closer but she kind of like stands like far off and like if like we have to change our grip she just like from far away is like do this and like I'm really good with that like I don't need someone to like grab my like yeah grab my clubs but it's been really good like if we go um on a course somewhere we take separate um 
golf carts. It's really like I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't by social distancing. So it's fun. It's a fun little thing to do in my spare time. Okay. But yeah, that's been fun. I I like all the hobbies that I've uh, learned and acquired during quarantine. I feel like they've made me a better person. Well, that's good. It's good to get something positive out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have to with everything else like so shitty. I feel like I have to, you know, gravitate towards like something like good, like cake or something or something good. But I had Froyo for the first time last week, like in like months and months and months. And like I my stomach was just like, hell no. And like for like two (laughs) days, like I was just like dying, but it was worth it. Like I do it again in a heartbeat. It was uh, vanilla, but uh, they put like cookie dough and Oreos in it and like it was like the greatest thing I've had like ever it was wonderful food is just wonderful in general even like healthy food food. like I've been on a really big like watermelon kick like I've just like been only eating watermelon like if you give me a full watermelon I can finish it in like two or three days you don't like watermelon fucking hate watermelon why disgusting what's disgusting about it like is it the, the texture? texture and also the flavor but mostly the texture what's your favorite fruit hmm. like if they're super ripe and fresh then strawberries yeah strawberries are really good I like bananas. They say that like bananas like stop like leg cramps or something because I've been they getting do. really bad like like uh, I don't know if they're Charlie horses, but like literally like I have to get out of bed sometimes because like my leg just is like, nope. And then I have to like walk it off. Yeah, because like, the potassium. That's why bananas are good for that. I love just how fruits are just like good for things like here's this fruit like you have this here's this fruit you know or like vegetables like just vegetables are good too like shout out to Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are good as long as you cook them correctly which is you don't like boil them to death roasted that's the way to go. That's the only way to go. Ugh, so good just fruits and vegetables this episode is dedicated to you. (laughs) Okay. Um, in actuality, uh, shout out to our buddies over at the Geek Dudes who have come back after a um, fairly lengthy hiatus. Uh, it's They're not entirely sure if they're you know going to be back regular yet, but it was good to hear from them. Um, so go go check them out and get Chris fresh. We are glad that you are you know feeling up to recording, and we hope that you continue to get better because we love you a lot. Yeah, we love you, Chris Fresh. I hope you're listening or listening in the future. If so, hello. We miss you. We miss all the geek dudes, but we miss yeah. our favorite monster. Yeah, we because again, like we talked about it before, we want we want somebody to fight about to fight with, and there's nobody who can really take Chris's place there. Yeah, we have to fight over Chris Fresh. Like we're the two brides awaiting. You know, we're. We're on The Bachelor, 
and we're the final two and Chris Fresh is the bachelor and Chris Fresh can only pick one person okay, to propose well, to at I the mean, end of this. No, no offense, but we all know the answer to this because he's already my fiance. Right. But yeah, like we all know the answer because like I'm like that reality Steve guy who like knows all like but like the audience doesn't know like the listeners don't know like maybe there are some listeners out there that are like thinking that, you know, maybe it's Britney. But, you know, I mean, we've talked about we've talked about the fact that Chris and I are getting married for like a year now. Yeah, but this could be someone's first episode to be listening. Like imagine if this was someone's first episode. There's look, honestly, there's very few of our episodes that are good if it's your first episode listening to the show. We have some good ones, I think. No, no nothing. Look, no, I, maybe like some of the movie reaction ones mm-hmm. or the Mandalorian reaction ones. But honestly, if you just pick a random episode, it's sort of like picking a random episode of like season four of Breaking Bad or something. You're mostly going to be lost. Maybe. But I mean, I think that people can appreciate certain aspects from this episode. Like we're going to be talking about Lando. You know, we talked about vegetables. Like people like vegetables, you know, like we're <laughs> relatable. of every Star Wars podcast, Lando and Brussels sprouts. That's just, you know, we want to be relatable to our audience. And, you know, what better way to talk about uh upset stomach vegetables the lando just so many things just fantastic but how's your week been emily um it's been a little bit up and down uh fandoms bananas (laughs) good use of the fruit uh oh i didn't think of that um because I'm I'm trying to take like g- like crazy out of my lexicon because it's you know there's like it's you know like it's ableist and like I'm not completely comfortable with it but I use it so often that it's hard to not use but I'm trying to replace it with bananas. That's good. It's it's good to replace stress and bad things with with fruits and vegetables. yeah fandom is is interesting and i feel like i especially like these past couple weeks have kind of like stepped out of it like i turned off my notifications on twitter and i think that's like the best thing i've ever done in my life because i feel like sometimes i get so attached to social media even though i don't post like i'm such a fucking lurker like i creep i stalk i like i I know what's going on because it's like I follow the people, you know, I read what's going on. I read the articles. I look at people's Twitters like I. But sometimes just knowledge is just like just too much. That's why it's just easier for me to just ask Emily what's going on. Like I did the other night, like 12 in the morning. I was at work and I'm like, I keep seeing people talk about this thing that happened. I have no idea what happened. So I'm going to talk to Emily because I know that Emily knows. Okay. So, this is a strange one. So, a couple of days ago, there was a thread that went up by an account where the, the I don't remember the username, but like the, the name they had on the account was Peggy. And it was one of these, I have a friend who worked a lot on episode 
nine. I think also they said also episode seven, and they have all these stories about the drama that went on behind the scenes with the studio and J.J. Abrams. And it was a lengthy post about, you know, studio interference. And, and some of it seems like very basically true stuff. Like this, you know, like J.J. would have liked to have longer on the film and Disney was very firm on this release date. That all seems like, yeah, that that seems like probably it's it's true. But then it was getting into like, it was a sort of, it was one of those things like originally they, you know, the story plans were for the, JJ wanted to do this, this and this. And the studio said no. And this is why this ended up like this and like lots and lots of drama. And now when I, when I get wary of these stories is not the idea that, oh my God, the studio interfered with it because it's a billion dollar tentpole franchise. Of course, the studio is going to be involved in that um whether that's good or bad like is not really the point but the whole whenever it's the whatever you see it where it's like the you know the poor beleaguered director's artistic vision just happens to be directly in line with what the person posting the story wanted and it was the evil studio that stopped that from happening I get suspicious. So, and, and I mean, like, I didn't read all of this thread because I, I was getting, like, some, like, this is just bullshit vibes from it. And so then I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to ignore that. And then a couple hours later, this is where things get fucking weird, which is this guy whose username I don't remember, and, and he locked his account, and I wouldn't name him anyway, but posted that he had made up this account and he had done it as quote unquote an experiment because women who leak things in fandom are treated with much more suspicion and rudeness than men who leak things are. Now, first, I mean, there's several levels of stupidity here. One is uh, nobody needs nobody needs men to make up a woman to show that women get a, get a ton of abuse in fandom. Um, you could, you know, uh, retweet tons of women who have story real stories to tell about that. But also, if your goal is if your message is we don't believe women as much as we believe men. But then you make up a story that's complete bullshit and post it as a woman? That seems counterintuitive to me. And then, like, people were, you know, people immediately were, like, calling him out on it. And he got, like, super defensive and, like, a shitty, like, not apology apology and... Because, like, when he first posted, like, when he posted his reveal, it was such a smug, like, I've proven that sexism and fandom is real, and you should think about this next time you attack somebody. But it's like, but but they were, t- I mean, first, yes, they were, like, people who were, like, discounting, like, the Peggy's story in the first place were much ruder and more aggressive about it should be. But they were right in that the story was bullshit and completely made up. And... I, I mean, the whole thing was fucking insane. And 
Jesus Christ, I fucking hate men. So his whole point was to act like a woman and report it and be like, you see, people are doubting me because I'm a woman and sexism is in fandom. Like, that's why he did it. Supposedly. People are fucking dumb. But again, it was a bullshit story that he made up. And it's just like the the levels of choices there are innate. But also it's just like the, you know, it's one of those like, I, a man, am going to fix this thing that happens to women and like prove this point of like, it's like such the... Oh, our hero. He's going to save the world from sexism. I'm just so thankful. Just without him, I would be nothing. Fuck off. It's just so tiring. And like, if you want to look like this fandom uh, and like most fandoms, but it is definitely very, very prevalent here. Look at the fandom menace and all sorts of other stupid shit. Like we have a lot of problems with uh, misogyny in this fandom. But uh, here's what you do then is you're like, don't make it about you as a dude. Like, re- you know, like promote women's stuff, retweet women, listen to women. Like these are very, very easy things to do. And I do want to say here when I, I hate that I have to make this disclaimer, but I feel that I do. When I'm talking about women in fandom, I mean, all women in fandom. I don't just mean cis women in fandom because I'm including trans women in that. Yeah. Um, I, for me, that's always the case when I'm talking about women, but, uh, like I feel I have to make this disclaimer because I know that's not always the case for everybody and trans women face not only all the shitty sexist discrimination that women in fandom face but also a whole nother load of transphobia on top of that so that's just I just I want to get that on the ground and if you don't think that trans women are women then don't like honestly don't listen to our show like I do not want you to follow me on Twitter I do not want you to listen to the show like full stop yeah bye yeah are you but anyway yeah 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 so like like there's just such like such stupidity and so like the the self-involved like the fact that you you as a dude have to even make sexism about you Ugh. It just, it just the stupidity of just men in this fandom, or just in general. But it, it, it's just annoying that they're not not the whole. They're trying to save us, or just like they're trying to like, oh, like we don't want sexism and fandom, and just it's like, well, then it should be as simple as you know, listen to women, listen to podcasts, like what you, what you were saying, but you have to make this completely difficult and frustrating little science experiment to prove that sex, like it's not a fucking question that sexism exists in fandom. Like it just, it's an excuse for someone to get out there and get their name seen and to do something completely dumb so that people know who they are. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, cause they like, you know, it's like, I, 
I'm one of the good ones. Tell me I'm one of the good ones. I'm like, okay, I need you to stop saying you're one of the good ones and actually like do some good shit and then I won't fucking believe you. Well, you're pretty pathetic if you're going on Twitter talking about how you're a good person and like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Like, if you're questioning that, then do things that could possibly make you a better person, you know, listen to different perspectives, you know, be more inclusive. Like, there's just, it's so easy to do these little things and you're making it so difficult on yourself by being a fucking misogynistic dick. Like, yeah, like if you want, you want to see examples of, you know, sexism fandom that you can hold up to to show the problem. Like, like, again, and just talk to talk to women in fandom. There's there's every like everybody is going to have a story, especially women on Twitter. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love stupidity this time of day. Actually, no, that's a lie. I just, people are dumb. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like, yeah, again, like, you want you want to help? Then, like, li- li- listen. Decenter yourself. Promote women. If you have a platform, like a podcast or a website, then, you know, have have women guests, have women writers. Like these are, these are fucking really easy things to do, and you know whatever. Whenever I say this, like I always, I, there's always the people who are like, "Well, you know, we we try to have more women, but," and I'm like, you know, try? It's, it's, yeah. Look, either do it or you don't, and it's fine. Like if you, you know, you just, like if that's not a priority for you, that's not a priority for me, you. But if you're gonna say that it is, th- then then fucking do it. First of all, there's tons of women in this fa- in this fandom. Um, I. Uh, listen dudes with podcasts uh you know all the same star wars women that i do there's tons of them who will go on your podcast and uh and okay let's say let's say you know let's yeah okay even if the numbers aren't 50 50 so it's a little bit more work on your part to have more women guess okay then fucking do the work like if it's actually a priority for you then you put the work in and you fucking do it Yeah, and it's easy. What you do is step one, listen to a podcast, you know, with women. Number two, be like, hey, I like this person. She seems cool. Let's have her on a podcast. Three, have her on your podcast. (laughs) Holy shit. You did it. You have. Yeah. I just. Yeah, Yeah. but I'll make it easy for you guys. If you guys need a guest, I'm available. Emily's available, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, we have a podcast, so, like, I mean, there's there's more important voices than ours to get out there. Mm-hmm. But seriously, just, like, also, have women on your podcast or writing, blog, you know, blogs or your website or whatever that aren't just about, like, hey, can you come and talk about what it's like to be a woman in fandom? Or this is, like, this is, like, a, an issue. This this is definitely an issue that a woman should have an opinion on. No, 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 don't, don't do that. It's, like... I see this a lot because I follow a ton of of authors on on Twitter and and I see the frustration of all these authors of color who only like get asked to be on panels and conventions that are panels about diversity and how just like super shitty that is. And it's the same thing here. It's like, okay, you could like 
have women on your podcast, but also like you should be talking about them with all the same shit that you talk about a dude on with. Yeah. Like, why can't we just talk about normal things? Like, why do we have to dive dive deep into like, oh, how is it to be a woman in fandom or, oh, as a woman, how do you feel about this? So as a person, I feel like I want to talk about like Star Wars things or vegetables or whatever the fuck you guys are talking about. Like, yeah. Also, like, call out your shitty male friends. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, if I, and I know, I know people mean well, and I get it, but, like, if I post about a dude being shitty, or men being shitty in fandom, what I don't need is, like, the whole, oh, I'm sorry on behalf of men. Like, that, first of all, like, you didn't do something, then you don't need to apologize for me. But... If you have friends who are doing shitty things, like that's when your voice is important. Like you, I, you don't need to like tweet at me talking about how you're one of the good ones. Like I, it might not be what you're intentionally doing, but that's how those tweets always come across. Where it's like, oh, you're right, men are such scum. I'm like, okay, but I feel like the only people that do that are people that feel like they're hiding something or like feel like that they're not. I don't just it's just like they want they you know they want the pat on the head. It's dumb, but. I'm I'm super fucking over it. I just don't get why there are still like people in this fandom that like are really shitty to to people. Like I don't get like why we can't all just like get along and it's Star Wars. Like why can't we just talk about the things that we like about Star Wars? Like why are oh, there still people there's... in this fandom that are super shitty and people in our community that are like really shitty? Like thank God, like me personally, like I I surround myself with wonderful, wonderful people. And I know that the second that, you know, I realize or the second that I feel like, you know, maybe someone's not wonderful, I'm going to call out that bullshit because, like, that's important for me and it's important for everyone to know, you know? Yeah. Like, um, obviously, we've, we've had experiences where we found out that people in our community were uh, not great. Uh, and then we don't have anything to do with those people anymore. Yeah, because, you know, that's what you do, you know, as a person, as, I, I don't know, like, it, it shouldn't be that difficult. Like, I don't know, we should just support one another and, you know, make sure that everyone's being treated, treated well. And if not, then let's do something about it. If you see someone in a beaten up in a corner, you got to go help them. Anyway, that's that's that rant over. It was a good rant. You're always good at those. I feel like I'm like your hype person on the side being like, yeah, Emily. (laughs) Yeah, people are terrible, which they can be. But, you know, there are some like really, really, really good people in this fandom. Like Catherine last night was just posting like all of this like Cassian stuff just like her excitement about Cassian just makes me so happy and we have like all these new podcasts coming out like the sisters with sabers podcasts like they are so good yeah it's so it's so good to see that even when like we're at a point where like it feels like nothing's happening in Star Wars that people are still excited enough about Star Wars to like add their voices to it yeah and we're getting like new voices and it just it's so good just 
adding more people to fandom. And it might be like a shitty time for fandom right now, but the fact that we're getting like so many wonderful people like will I think help heal what fandom has like been the for the past couple months. Like I feel like, you know, the inclusion of like new people and, you know, better attitudes, positive ad- attitudes, like better people will like hopefully like make it a little better because, you know, we're making new friends. We're I don't know. I hope so. I just really want some positivity because I feel like that's what we really need right now is positivity, happiness, um, (laughs) friends, like love, food, like we need all of that right now because, you know, the world is fucking suffering right now and it sucks when we're all just sitting here fighting or just when someone's being a dick and people are afraid to say something about it. Like life's too short for that shit. You know, call out dicks and love one another, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to move on to good news? Yeah. What do you want to talk about first? Lando. Yeah. So our buddies over at Castle Run Transmissions, uh, Corey and Noah, have it on fairly good authority that Disney Plus is working on a Donald Glover Lando show. Yes. And I am so happy to see how this news broke and how it like broke Star Wars Twitter internet. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you know, good for, good on Corey and Noah. Uh this is, this is an exciting thing. Um, I know, like, obviously, the, the Bad Batch announcement, what they were right on, you know, gives them more credibility in a lot of people's eyes. Uh, I will say this. Th- this still doesn't mean we're actually going to see a Lando show. But oh, no. I, f- I absolutely believe them. And then that this is a project that is not only being worked on, but is in, like, like really serious, like, stages of, of either production or negotiations. Oh, yeah. AI, I trust them completely. Our little newsboys. The newsboys. I love them. Well, yeah, so what, what do you think on a, on a Lando show? Out of all the characters from that godforsaken movie, I think that having a show about Lando is, like, the best choice because he's just so interesting. There's just so much that you can do with Lando that's still so interesting. Like, you have the opportunity to bring in new characters, bring in old characters without it getting stale. Like... Donald Glover just effortlessly played Lando so well. And I heard that Billy D was going to be in it too. I'm I'm unsure cuz like the the reports on Billy D like whether that's that show or like this possible like show with Jana and like that seems that seems probably like something that's never going to happen cuz I mean Billy D's already in his 80s and yeah. I know, because I, I kept hearing about Jana, and I'm like, God, that'd be a fucking heartbreaking show, like, seeing, like, Jana being ripped out of, like, Lando's arms. Like, I don't want to see that shit. Like, that's sad. Yeah, but, no, like, a young, young Donald Glover Lando show, totally all for it. Like, if we're going to get any sort of solo sequel, that's the only one I'm interested in. Yeah, sign me up. Maybe we can have, like, cameos of, like, Chewbacca, because, like, that's okay, but... 
Yeah, I mean, the other characters too. Like, I'm just, I'm not interested in Kira. I'm not interested in... Really, I almost said um, Beckett, but Beckett died, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. God, that shows <laughs> that shows how how much I love the movie Solo, a Star Wars story, because I forgot the characters. But I like it. I'm here for it. I support it. Yeah. I mean, Don. I mean, first of all, I just like watching anything with Donald Glover is a ton of fun because that dude is so fucking talented and he was like above and beyond the highlight of that movie oh yeah and also i just think a show like focused on him would be fun like it could just be like a sort of scuzzy like underworld related <laughs> show like it's not, not not like super dark i mean first of all because it's on disney plus but also because it's a lander show and lander's not a super dark character but he's you know he's got the criminal stuff but like seeing him like maybe like you could we could start to see like the start of how he becomes like a guy who ends up running cloud city yeah i love that like transition from like the first season like of him just sneaking around and then at the end of it, like him on Cloud City, just owning everything, like just like the progression, like seeing that from season one to whenever it decides to end would be really cool. Yeah, I think how great the wardrobe is going to be. Oh, so many capes. Dude, I want some of those capes. I want that fucking yellow shirt. That shirt's great. It'd be so fun to do like a Lando cosplay at like the next like celebration, whatever the fuck that'll be. I mean, I feel like you're a little bit white. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I don't know if you know that, but. (laughs) Yeah. But no, yeah, totally. I hope this show ends up going to series because... It just seems like it would be fun. And that's that's kind of what I, I would dig right now is a show that is just 100% fun. Yeah, we need that. We don't need clinkers and uh, whatever the fuck the Clone Wars will provide for us. But yeah, I feel like this is going to be fine. This is everyone loves Lando. Like, I don't know who doesn't love Lando. Everybody does love Lando. Lando's great. Yeah. Way better than fucking what's his name who played Han? No, oh, Alden. Oh Jesus! I've been I well I try I watched the first episode of the 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 NBC like Peacock whatever they're calling their online thing. I watched the first episode of Brave New World, which he's on. Dude, he fucking blows. That's unfortunate. Like people talk about him being good in Solo, and I think he's okay in Solo when he is in like charming smarmy mode but in any of the stuff where he's like trying to be like sad or angry like not this dude fucking sucks he doesn't have like the humble aura that harrison ford has like i feel like harrison ford's aura is just something like so rare that I don't really think that anyone could really pull it off. Like I know that we have like the people that ha- that act like uh, 
do the voice. Like, what was that one kid that was really sad that he didn't get the part and he went on Twitter and he's like, thanks guys for the support. Like, you have that guy. But... <laughs> Look, here's the thing is, nobody was ever going to be Han Solo enough to be Han Solo. Yeah. So I was willing to think, okay, maybe it's just that I love Han too much and Harrison Ford is too iconic for anybody to have done a good job. But then I watched Brave New World and I'm like, no, this dude is a shitty actor. Well, there you have it. Alden. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, I wanted him to do a good job in the movie and... God, I feel like it'd be so easy for someone to like, go back to like our review of Solo and me being like, yeah, it was fine. It was enjoyable. Like just yeah, me yeah, trying right, to be positive yeah. and then me now, fuck this. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. But it's good if we get a Lando show because we're not getting another movie for a fucking while. Yeah, they it got pushed back push back everything because no one should be in a movie theater right now or in the next six months because there's a pandemic going on and nobody knows when we're going to be able to start making movies again so instead of 2022 like it was originally going to be it's now moved back an entire year so 2023 i'm going to be 40 when i next see a star wars movie in the theater Oh my god! Wait, when- that is wild to think about. Wait, so when is it? Twenty twenty three? Yeah, December still, but twenty twenty three. Yeah, it'd be like twenty eight, twenty nine. <sighs> Jesus, wait, it's like like when I see it, I'm like, ah, eh, three years. Like I'm like obviously disappointed to wait a whole another year, but I'm like, ah, eh, three years. Like in the scheme of things, isn't like a huge amount. But then I'm like, oh, but like thinking of it in terms of how old I would have been, definitely seemed like a big amount. Yeah, like I I can't imagine like three years from now, like because I know how I get when like a Star Wars movie is coming. Like that's like mostly like my where my attention is. Like what if I'm like planning a wedding or something? Like how can I do both of those things at once? <laughs> uh, talk to Steel. Oh yeah, that's right. Get, get some tips from him. I'll get some tips from Steel. Oh my but no, god! Like, yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, Taika is apparently working on the script for his movie right now. I love him. Which isn't really which isn't really news because we still don't know a goddamn thing about it. But I'm happy that it's being worked on because I fucking love that guy. I think that's the best thing that we know is that we don't know what it's going to be about because it's Taika and he's just so good at what he does. I hope I hope it gets to be a Taika movie. Like I hope it's like like firmly whatever he wants it to be. It should be. I mean, because and I think I think he we've seen that he can balance that because. Thor is a Marvel movie, but is also very much his movie. Yeah. God, I was watching that for the first time in a long time the other day. And like, I was kind of hard on it at first because like, I remember when I first saw it, like I had like a really bad panic attack and it was like one of those things where like something was happening and like, I couldn't be present in the moment. And I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do, but I'm sitting here watching this movie and I have to be like, ah, yeah. Thor is funny in this one, but 
yeah, I sat down to watch it again. I'm like, this is a pretty good movie. Like, it's funny. There's a lot of action. Like, there's not too much CGI. Because I know Thor movies can get, like, a little bit, like, too CGI-y, kind of like Guardians. Because I'm not the biggest Guardians fan because it just isn't... It's fine. But I... I'm really excited to see what Taika's going to do. I liked him directing the last episode of The Mandalorian. I love him. He's funny. He's a precious yeah. little thing. Yeah, I fucking I love everything he's done. I want to see him do some. I want him to just make something weird. Yeah, I want weird. Like, give give me weird Star Wars. Like, I've already gotten, like disappointing star wars but give me give me weird star wars yeah i mean honestly i would rather i would rather dislike a movie that really tries something new than dislike a movie that is like just being a rehash of like and like never reaching for anything yeah i don't have to sit through another um you're a pal ray or a palpatine yeah, please. God, I just I felt like I felt like I was being duped. Like I I, I still remember sitting there in the theater, like <laughs> like it felt like I okay. It, was, it felt like the like this is like one of my like fairly good comparisons. Like I'm going on a date. I dressed up like I'm really excited because I look really good on this date. I'm sitting down in the restaurant, and then I find out. Like an hour after, you know, being there that my date stood me up. Like I put in all of this effort to go on this date. Like that's how I feel about these you movies. You wait an hour? I don't think I would. I don't know. I ne- I like to, I've never been I like been to think that up. I wouldn't wait an hour. I don't know. Like I, I was talking to Carlos the other day and I'm like, you know, I'm so glad that we found each other. Because like I've heard those like horror stories of like 20s dating and just like Tinder dates and all that shit. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't have to like endure that. Just like all the shitty first dates or like the you know being set up or someone so showing up drunk like i don't know just all the horror stories i'm just like i'm so glad that like i i speed bumped past that and found carlos because Aww. man that shit's good but yeah it, i just it you know i i felt like you know i had gotten to know these characters for like three years and all of a sudden or, it, it, maybe it was like four years, but then all of a sudden, oh, uh, Ray or Palpatine, like, oh, God damn it. God damn it. Like, just all the progress, like, but whatever. That's a thought for a different day. All right. Um, what other news do we have? Um, there was some Comic-Con news. They had a panel at the virtual Comic-Con and we got some publishing reveals. Yeah, um, nothing, like, huge since, obviously, like, their big announcement this year has been uh, High Republic, but a couple of new things coming out. Uh, there's gonna be, like, a lightsaber book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't have any interest in that whatsoever, honestly. But I, I, if I was in a bookstore, like if we're ever at the point where I can go to a bookstore again, I would, you know, page through it and look at the pretty, pretty pictures. Yeah, gosh, just the things that we used to do for like leisure, then now we're like luxury. Just like the thought of being able to like go to a store and like be able to walk around or, 
you know, to just be like, you know, I'm going to go out to dinner tonight and just like not have to think about it. Yeah, that'd be nice. And just like the mask thing too, like having to, you remember to like grab a mask, like thank God I have like five like emergency like masks in my car because like I am very forgetful sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been really good about it, but I have a couple of like disposable ones in my purse just in case. Yeah, I don't like the disposable ones. I like the the cloth masks. Yeah, that's that's what I use almost all the time. Yeah, I need to get more, though, because like I would like to like accessorize like with like my outfits, like if I'm like wearing like a red dress to work, like wear like a red mask or something or I don't know, like just something something fun because i see a lot of like cute face masks like going around too like some of the star wars ones are like really really cute but let's see what else do we have we have some more uh vader comics the vader's castle yeah there i've only read one of those because they did an issue that was a Frankenstein story featuring Tarkin it was pretty fucking good Aww. but that's the only one I have that's the only one I've read that's good uh, let's see we have some Star Wars adventures some with Rafe Poe and Finn we have one with Luke Vader Leon Han um, we have one with Ray. and there's going to be a relaunch of Star Wars adventures from IDW. Yeah. Um, then there's also going to be a in-world version of Star Wars Myths and Fables with six new stories by George Mann. And exploring the making of Batu. <laughs> it, it just it's funny that they're still uh, like talking about Galaxy's Edge. You know, and no one can go to Galaxy's Edge except for people who decide that they want to go on a Disney World vacation right now. Which hopefully should be no one. Yeah, and this is this is one of the art of books. Um, and Amy Ratcliffe is writing this one, which is cool. I like her. Hell yeah. Good for Amy. God, to go to Galaxy's Edge right now. God, I don't even, like, as much as I fucking love Disney, like, I can't imagine going right now. Like, that's the last thing I want to think about. Like, if someone was like, hey, Brittany, like, you gotta go to Disneyland right now. I'd be like, I don't think it's safe. I don't think I should go. And that says a lot because, like, I love that shit. But then also, there is um, I High Republic book, The Test of Courage. We have a... What's the word I'm looking for? Cover. I don't know. Okay. We have a cover. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's some other like kid stuff. Uh, Greg Pack is writing a new Darth Vader comic because we don't have enough of those yet. Wow, another one. I think this is the one that was announced back at. New York Comic Con, because I remember that that was going to be set right after Empire Strikes Back. So I believe that's just more details on that. 
I don't quite remember because I don't read any of the comics. So I kind of hear the comic news and then it gets in one ear and out the other, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing about Star Wars comics is that 90% of them are Vader comics, which I mean, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I get it. Like Vader's like a really popular character. There's a lot of stories that you can make with Vader and the 1700 Inquisitors that he has. But, yeah, then, of course, the uh, from a certain point of view, 40 stories celebrating 40 years of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, I have that pre-ordered. I'm excited for it. It'll be like the first one. Some won't be good. Some won't be shitty. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel like every time I think this list ends, it's not. There's also the Clone Wars book that's going to be coming out in the next few months. There is a Poe Dameron book. Freefall with Zori Bliss. And Babu Freak. Um, and Dr. Afra comic. Uh, Thrawn, Ascendancy. Oh god, another Thrawn book? Yeah. Oh my god. This is another Thrawn trilogy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Chaos Rising. No, thank you. Yeah. Those books are not for me. Same. I mean, I don't really read anyways. I think the last book I read was the Last Jedi novelization. Which was many, many years ago. God, that was good. I love that movie. I love that book. Well, we don't really have any other news except uh, there's going to be some Galaxy's Edge toys at Target. And I will quickly go through that because, I don't know, it's fun. If you have kids or if you want toys, go to Target. Get some Galaxy's Edge toys. They have a Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon that looks pretty sick. Uh, they have a uh, DJ Rex, uh, Funko Pops. God, that Falcon is four hundred dollars. It's that's it, that's that's a lot of money. Jesus, I know. Oh, little Funko Pop is R five unit. Okay, going down. Oh, you can buy one of the remote control uh, droids that you can buy in the droid shop at Galaxy's Edge. That's cool that they give you. That's the thing that sucks is that, like, how are people going to have the opportunity to do that with Disneyland being so expensive and that whole droid building thing is so expensive, too? It's like $200. Like, thank God that they're offering this at Target where you can go buy one hopefully oh then they're gonna bring back the black series uh, captain cardinal which was the red stormtrooper that everyone wanted last year at d23 remember rusty was like scouring d23 for it and couldn't find it and now that the movie came out they probably have many of them uh let's see there's a dj rex um oh they have a lego of the resistance transport from rise of the resistance that's cute I should get Carlos that. 
I hope he's not listening. <laughs> he probably isn't. But yeah, that's it. Just some little toys. Go check them out. Actually, only if you need to, because we should only be going to the stores if we need to be going to the stores, you know? You know, like maybe if you have to go, you know, get some groceries, maybe just, just go buy the, the toy section just to see like what's up. But yeah, uh, let's see if we have any email. I think we have one or two or seven. We do have one. Do you want to read it? Uh, I don't have it pulled up. Okay, I'll read it. We have a fuck, Mary kill from Rebecca in Perth. Hi, Rebecca. All right, she titles this fuck, Mary kill with a difference. Hi, Canto Brit and Canto Emily. I have a fuck, Mary kill for you with a slight twist. Imagine if you uploaded L337 style into different Star Wars vehicles and you have to fuck, Mary kill those. I'll give you my examples for both the light and the dark side. Okay. She says, fuck an X-Wing. You know those things are just made for fucking either in or with. <laughs> Mary Millennium Falcon, because not only do you get the ship, you also get L3. Meow. Kill Naboo Royal Starship. This one was too easy, and hopefully everyone on board goes down with the ship. Jesus. <laughs> Dark. All right, Emily, light side ships. Um, I mean, definitely marrying Millennium Falcon. Um, here's the problem: is I don't really like I don't pay attention to the ships much. Um, fuck. Um, hmm. Oh yeah, light side thing in light side. Uh, maybe a B wing. I like the B wings. Yeah, I don't know if there's any light ship ship that I care enough about to hate to kill. Um, the Tanta Four. Yeah, maybe. What about those Republic uh, ships, like the Republic uh, gunship? Yeah, those are kind of dumb. How about you? Hmm. Yeah, you have to marry the Falcon because if you don't, what else are you doing? Um, what would I fuck? I don't know. I like the X-wing thing. How many pilots do you think did that in the X-wings? I don't know how much like room there is. That's the point, right? I mean, to a certain extent, but it still just seems really fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't have the balls to do that. But yeah, I'll s yeah, but that's a good one. But now I need to find because yeah, okay, so that's fuck is my X-wing. What would I kill? What ships in Star Wars do I not like? But I like every like. All the bad guy ships are bad, but <gasps> yeah. But this is just the light side. Ooh, the pod racers. Okay, I'll kill the pod racers because I I can go forever without hearing the zoom zoom zoom. Yeah, that's a good choice. Thank you. 
All right. So this is her dark side. Uh, for fuck, she says that, that at Walker. Oh, come on. Imagine doggy style with one of those. <laughs> uh, okay. Marry Imperial Star Destroyer. If you don't like the one you marry, there's many more in the fleet. <laughs> and kill Death Star. Who doesn't want to have credit for blowing that up? I'm happy for you two to substitute in your own vehicles for this fuck Mary kill. Let's see where this goes. Hooroo, Rebecca and birth. Dude, Rebecca's awesome. Like, like Rebecca. Who comes yeah. up with this stuff? But I gotta ask you first, Emily. What's your dark side fuck Mary kill? I would fuck the Imperial Star Destroyer. Or it's a sexy ship, I think. Just in general. Um, Mary. Hmm. I actually think I might marry the Death Star. Like, it's so classic. Has Bendo written all I over just it? Just like, yeah. Like, my guy made it. Like, I feel like, you know, like, that's just like respect right there. I, like, he'll keep me, you know, connected to my man Krennic. Uh, kill. Hmm. I don't know about, like, like necessarily, like, dark side. But in terms of like bad guys, and I know this is controversial, I think Slave One is a stupid looking chip. <laughs> Haas is Ralph Wiggum right now, like when Lisa's like yelling at him and you can just see his heart like breaking. That's yeah, Haas. I know. Like, uh, like I feel bad saying that, but seriously, it, it looks like a hair dryer and it's weird and awkward. And you dumb. think the Slave One looks like a hair dryer? Yes. I need to see it. What kind of hair dryer do you use? But it's got like the, like the, like the, like, depending on how you look, you look at like, uh, like side on. I see it. Like, so the part that like, the part that comes out, which is technically the part that goes down, but it's like the nozzle. Would you ever buy like one of those like Dyson like four hundred dollar hair dryers? Uh, I don't use a hair dryer at all because my hair takes about two minutes to dry. You know, sometimes I ask things just and then like I realize like and that was one of those things where just slowly I was like, oh, yeah, but yeah, I, I do see it. It, it. It's an interesting ship. I I curious to why it's like so beloved and worshipped by a lot of Star Wars fans but I get it you know it, it's the little things I think it's goofy yeah I just don't get it but that's okay and then it just it's so weird because it's like you think it's gonna land one way but then it like lands like a different way like how it like goes on like the flat side like you would think that it would just like land like straight down i don't know the whole it's it's a confusing design that i don't think is well thought through it's interesting but i'm gonna start off with my kill because i thought about it as soon as you said yours I would kill those spider walkers that the CIS have, like, because I hate spiders and just no, like, nothing should resemble okay. a spider. 
I don't like spiders. A spider bit me like two weeks ago and like I still have the scar from it. And like it just it freaks me out that like a spider was like on me. Like I respect you, spider, like what you do for like the environment. But like don't don't get near me. Thank you. Um, okay. What else? I would what would I marry? I would have to marry what's a good ship to marry hmm on the bad side maybe like Starkiller base cause it's already on alum that it's like it's snowy it has lightsaber crystals. Like, that would be, like, a fun little, like, ski vacation, like, home. Oh, okay. Like, I'd have yeah. to marry that. Like, that'd be, like, a nice place, you know, to spend, like, six months. Six months here, then six months, like, somewhere else, you know? Like, I think that'd be a fun thing. And I probably will have to <sighs> fuck the Death Star. Because who can say that they fucked the Death Star? You can say that you've blown up the Death Star, but who can say that you fucked the Death Star? And that's going to be me. Krennic totally fucked that ship, right? Yeah. Like, what else do you think? Do you think that he was really just, like, focusing? Like, what else do you think he was focusing on? Like, up here and down there. I mean, there's got to be all sorts of, like parts of that ship you can stick your dick in yeah like especially when um when jen was trying to get the plants and like they're all like the secret things like there was like the dark saber like there had to be like a secret little thing in there for mendo like plants to something i think i think i think i think what would happen is he would get into a fight with like galen and then he would go to fuck a part of the Death Star to, like, relieve his anger. Which part, though? That's the question. I don't know. It may, I don't know. Um, I don't know enough about the Death Star schematics, but... Maybe somewhere in the engines. Yeah. I mean, anybody else, it's like, the Rebels are like, let's steal the Death Star to figure out the way to blow it up. And I'm like, we're here, like, let's steal the Death Star plan so we can figure out which part of it you can have sex with. Seems logical. I like it. Yeah. I think it's on brand. Very, for us. Oh, well, thank you, Rebecca, for this very creative Fuck, Mary Kill. I loved it. But yeah. Um, there's not going to be a Deadwood, uh, conversation today. Cause unfortunately with my hectic work schedule, I wasn't able to find time to sit down at work and watch it. But next week. Did you watch Ghostbusters? Again, I was very mad <laughs> to see it work. No, I'm terrible. Okay, you better not fucking watch Ghostbusters at work. I want you to watch Ghostbusters where you can pay attention to Ghostbusters. It is a very important film. The fact that I was able to pay attention to Crash while at work shows that I can pay attention to anything at work. I mean, Cr- Crash is not a movie you should be watching where there are other people. Well, t- I think technically I watched it during a graveyard shift. 
Okay. So the only people that were looking were surveillance. <laughs> so like that the part where like he's doing her leg, like probably surveillance is like, what the f I think I like dimmed my screen. Like I sometimes dim my screen when I'm watching Deadwood because boobs. There's always boobs. Ah, uh, there's a lot of boobs on that show. And like the outsider too, like just every episode, you gotta see the strip club and then like there's just like boobs. Yeah. Yep. Good old boobs. But yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Don't worry. I'll get to it. It it I know that it's not a Halloween movie, but like it just it it's interesting that it's summer and I'm watching Ghostbusters. Like it just seems very Halloweeny to me, but yeah, I got to watch it. Like maybe after I watch it, like it won't be so like Halloweeny because I just, every time we hear the Ghostbusters song, I think of Halloween. And for some reason at my casino, they always play it. Like, I'm in the bathroom or something and I hear, -na 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 -na, and I'm like, ugh, it's happening again. Watch Ghostbusters. I think one year in performing arts, I sang the Ghostbusters song. I think there was a dance with it, too. <laughs> and yet, you still haven't seen Ghostbusters. No, I have it because I think the dance was like pretty like dramatic. Not as traumatic as because I haven't seen. T I feel like, yeah, I might associate movies like I think that's why because like I always remember in middle school um, I was in performing arts and I was going for the solo for My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion from the movie Titanic. And like I lost to like a girl that like she wasn't very nice and like wasn't it and I was like really bummed out because you know, I really wanted that solo and I haven't had the I didn't have a chance to get a solo at all that year and I feel like because of that I haven't watched Titanic so maybe that's why I haven't watched Ghostbusters and maybe I should watch Ghostbusters compared to Titanic because I don't think I'm missing much like there's a boat there's Leonardo DiCaprio who Johnny is in love with how's Johnny doing Johnny seems to be doing well. That's good. But yeah, this tangent is over and I will watch Ghostbusters. Yay. Yay. All right. Well, I think that does it this episode. We we talked about a lot of important things. And I'm glad to have talked about them with you. Yay. All right. Where can we find you in the podcast on social media? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind, and the podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, the ladies where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Sabrina, it's on Canto. No shame in the game. Make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. 
Love on the rocks, sees the love on my socks. Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Can't go bite, episode 100. Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time. I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes. My top three running through my head, you know. So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo. My girls E and B deserve congratulations. Our adulation for the weekly creation. My last celebration was all about them, but this time I gotta drop lines for our friends. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Start off with my Aussies, Catherine's a sweet one. Brought cash into lunch with Canto bitch number one. Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes. The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face. Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brew. Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve. Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet. Last shout to Fruity dude, I didn't forget. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Rabia and Adele often email the show. I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso. Jesse McGee busted a rap for me. Met her and Horse B at Scum and Villainy. King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers. Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata. Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Rosh too. You know the list ain't complete without less and boo. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three, And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.